Alrighty, folks, thanks for joining us again here on the General Knowledge Podcast. This is a bonus content show for my uh, wonderful members who support the show. Thank you so much. This will be uh, half of the show. I'll split up, of course, and send out to everyone as well. Uh, but for those listening, uh, I had a few uh, few things I want to let uh, everyone know before I kind of get into the uh, main part of the show uh, and, and to bring in a guest. I wanted to thank everyone again for... Um, supporting the show and everything else. Uh, obviously, you'll notice that um, there's been a bit of a, a gap between shows. Uh, unfortunately, I've had some uh, some tough tough going lately with my, my father recently passed away on uh, April 11th. Uh, so things have been a bit bit hard in, in my house and with my family and stuff. So it's been a bit hard to concentrate and kind of, you know, the will to kind of do a show and to get things on. It's just been a bit hard to kind of do it. So I uh, needed a bit of time to kind of heal and we had my dad's wake on the weekend so uh, I kind of had that uh, bit more closure now and it's you know it's kind of time to move on never forget of course but time to move on and keep going uh, there's always so much to go over as well um, so that's kind of what's happening in my end uh, listeners um, some of you already know this um, you're a bit closer to myself and, and us here at the show uh, but for those everyone else listening yeah that's kind of why we've had a bit of a break Anyway, all right, so tonight I've got Andy with me. Andy, how you going, mate? Thanks for uh, sparing some time to have a chat this evening. I'm good, brother. Yeah, yeah, everything's fine. Thanks for Thanks. coming yeah. Thanks for coming on Saturday too, mate. It was good to see you and uh, appreciate you coming to the wake. At least, least we can do, mate. So, yeah, good. support you and Danielle. Thanks, Absolutely. Mate. Cheers. Um, and tonight we have a special guest as well, all the way from, from Sydney. Uh, hopefully he's uh, not getting smashed too much with rain down there. We had a few issues before. This is the second attempt we've had at, um, <laughs> at starting the show. But we're, um, we're going to keep rolling forward and we'll keep cracking along. Hope maybe, uh, maybe the mould has gotten to his computer. Who knows? But Adam Crabb, Mr. Kraz from the Kraz Files podcast and the com, is here with us to have a chat this evening. How you going, man? Okay, buddy. Okay, I, I, I'm finally here. <laughs> uh, I, I, I've got the headset out and the phone going, but uh, we did it. We did it. We're plugged in and we're ready to rock and roll. <laughs> Shit happens, eh? It, always, oh, it just seems like there's ghosts in the machine, but I think maybe it's just mold in the machine this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, strange. I run a pretty tight ship, you know. I use pretty new stuff, so... You know that was very strange, but that's okay. Um, the phone is the phone will will get you through. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. And, and it's pre, it's fairly charged too, so we should be okay. Yeah. Um, as long we do everything we can to connect, that's okay. We keep going, we keep moving forward. Um, and uh, yeah, sorry to hear about your your dad and that. Um, that uh, that's that's happened to a few of my friends as well. And um, uh, I I hope you you and your family unit. Are, um, you know, are doing well, and that'll that'll t- turned out okay. The wake and everything. It was, yeah, um, it was good. It was it was really crazy last year, wasn't it? Just in Queensland alone, that they weren't letting people um, go to funerals. Um, I, I have some friends down here in mm-hmm. Sydney who mm-hmm. had to go to a funeral in in Brisbane or around that area, and it was just a nightmare for the whole family. They would only let one person go, and they couldn't even see them, um, and all of this. But uh, it, at least. Now it's a it's a bit things have loosened up a little bit, so it's good that you. Um, I hope you got some closure, and it was. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, it was a good day all round for you guys, and yeah, um, everything's moving forward okay. Anyway. Yeah, it was good. It was um, it was a nice nice day, nice gathering, and we did, we did a little you know did a little photo slideshow and stuff of 
or my dad and his day back in the day family man all that sort of stuff so it was really nice and it was good to kind of have that so everyone can kind of see what kind of kind of dad he was and reflect and have a few memories and things it was good uh, but you're right about the troubles uh, i mean even andy can can chime in because andy has had to kind of facilitate this with his one of his side businesses they've actually been broadcasting funerals with one of his businesses so they so people could attend the funeral online because they, they weren't you're right they weren't letting people even go to funerals here like limited numbers mm. and all sort of shit so i mean andy what was it like doing that mate just quickly well it was good well, we actually well our our business was actually doing video promotions like before covid like we were we we're going really really great like you know doing short videos for like, business videos online stuff you know for facebook and stuff mm-hmm and once once the whole COVID thing hit, everyone just like froze, and our whole business went from hero to zero, like in the same week. And it was, you know, we were like, "What the hell? What are we doing? Like, what can we do now?" And and we have a there's a funeral home just like a hundred meters from our front door. And I was talking to the the Claire, and she's you know talking about live streaming and everything. And yeah, we started doing them, and you know, and it just it very, very quickly went on from there. Um, so yeah, we we kicked off with live streaming during this COVID time, like mm. for funerals, and um, <clears throat> so uh, so yeah, that's how we got into it. I mean, I can uh, I can general. personally attest to some of the difficulties, especially dealing with the hospitals. Like, oh, it was it was kind of good in a way because I didn't have to deal with it too much throughout this whole scandemic but then towards the end when we got the news about dad and i had to it was like well mum was like yeah I, I go up and see him they're letting me in my brother has had the jab unfortunately so that he was going in willy-nilly um but i'm they all they all mum of course hasn't and i haven't and they all mum's like well i don't know how you're going to get in because they won't let even let you see people in hospital because if you haven't had the jab you know and then they moved him to a palliative care unit which kind of made it a little bit easy because we kind of walked up to the door and they, they basically got a security guard to the side and like a nurse manning the door. Like they actually pay some, pay like a, a nurse to man the door all day long in these hospitals. What a waste of a job. But anyway, so we'd go in and mum would just say, my husband's in this particular ward, he's dying. No, neither of us are vaxxed. We don't wear masks. We're going in. And we would just... We, she was awesome. My mum's great. So we would just march in, you know, and they were like, oh, oh okay. You know, <laughs> they didn't want to fucking mess with her, you know. So it was kind of good to do that, um, to have her with me to, and to do that together. They kind of felt a bit un- outnumbered and outgunned. Because <laughs> um, it's tough, yeah. Like other times we've had to, had, we had to get dad down from his room and outside in the courtyard area so we could just talk to him with the wife and kids and stuff, you know, so... Oh, it was just bizarre. Mm. It, was, it was not not ideal circumstances in, to begin with, but then they throw that shit at you. So you you know roll with the punches in a way, but just not what you want to deal with, Adam. It was pretty crazy, mate. Yeah, yeah. It's such a stressful time. It is, and um, yeah. you know, I, I, I as I said, I know some families who imagine that they they couldn't even. Actually, I I know a family that um, uh, we see here and there, but yeah. At, this was the the same one, and and um, and are their uncle? I think she said her uncle was sick like that, similar, and he was uh, he was close to passing away in hospital up there as well, and they just couldn't even get in there. It was just terrible for them, mm. and uh, they're Italian as well, so you know how big those families are. And oh, it was, yeah. 
And then they had to do a Zoom funeral, you know, and it was wow. just, it just broke the whole family. They had to do it from here. Some had to go up, but only one was allowed in. And the lady that went in had to go under a police escort. They couldn't see the body ever. They wow. couldn't see him before he passed. Um, it's just so dehumanizing and disgusting. And, and that's whole, that's a whole part of this, this system that we've, that, uh, that we have witnessed, unfortunately, mm. um, you know, um, it, and it really, but um, in 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 your regards, uh, General, it's it's at least they have backed off um, at this moment um, in twenty two, and and you got to at least um, have something peaceful and have the family there, you know, and go yeah. in. Yeah. Um, and good on your mum as well. That's what that's what people need to do. Uh, people need to to really um, get their backs up against the wall here and then push back in these people's throats a lot more and stop taking this nonsense and yeah. so it's good to hear your your, your mum you know <laughs> did that and and well we, why wouldn't you for people that you love you yeah, know it's exactly. insane yeah. just pushing people around it's it's absolutely crazy so that that's good to, to hear I, I hope he didn't he didn't die in pain or anything i hope he no, he, he had a peaceful passing and and that's always what you want anyway yeah we, we were told he did um yeah we just sort of I think he was uh, had a bit of pain medication earlier or later in the evening, and then yeah, they he said, they said he passed away around six a.m. They didn't hear a thing from him. He would just died in yeah. his sleep. So it's probably the best right. thing you can ask right. for, you know, no pain and just yes. died in his sleep, yeah. not screaming out for pain or loved ones, just slipping away. You know, it's probably the best way to go. So kind of thankful for that. Um, but yeah, I didn't want to go too on too much about all that sort of stuff. I just wanted to kind of give people an update on the situation. So. Um, this particular show, yes. um, gentlemen, I wanted to, to kind of focus on um, fear is the main topic. And in particular, the addiction to fear that we've been seeing, as, um, as we were sort of saying in our first attempt. <laughs> um, I listen, of course, to your show religiously, mate. Can't wait for every single episode to come out, and it's always good. So I always encourage everyone to jump on over to thecrasfiles.com and, and join up as a member there. Go and throw five bucks at Adam and buy him a cup of coffee, and you won't regret it. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes as well so to make sure everyone jumps over and, and checks you out, mate. Um, thanks, mate. Thanks. One of your member content shows you, you put out just recently, you were, you were really talking about this, this, this fear situation and the constant addiction to fear that you're noticing with you know these npcs out there the the, the the public at large this 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 want this need for fear that people seem to have like they feed off it they they seem to almost enjoy it like it's now a part of their life and they can't go a day without it like if they may i imagine a day that there was no fear headlines in the news and people people wouldn't know what to do. They would probably not even leave their home because they thought there was something so majorly wrong that they couldn't even talk about it in the media. You know what I mean? Like they wouldn't even, it wouldn't, it wouldn't sink into them to just go and live a normal life. They need this fear. It's just addiction they have. It's crazy. Um, and uh, yeah, you, you did a really good show on that. I wanted to kind of elaborate on that and just go a little bit deeper into some things and, and what we've been seeing and this constant control through fear that we've been seeing. Like people want, they want it to be controlled by this thing. And it reminded me of an article I put up at realnewsaustralia.com back in um, 2020, March 26, 2020. So over two years ago, and two years and one month almost to the day. And this article I I put up there, it was actually shared via Facebook from someone else, but I thought it was so very well written. And I I just had to put it up. So I let the lady know. I said, I'm going to put this up on my site. And she was all for it. And I called it the price of fear. 
Uh, and I'll, I'll just go through it again. It's not too long, but I'll go through it quickly because I wanted to kind of touch on a few things. And, and you'll notice some of the things when I read it out. You'll be like, yes, yes, I remember seeing this. We've, we're still seeing this now, and it just makes it all makes sense. Um, so it says, uh, it has been at the forefront of every person's mind. It's everywhere. You can't escape it. It's there from the moment they wake up. The daily onslaught of updated information and restrictions on this ever-developing situation. I've seen family tearing one, one another to shreds. Suspicion, mistrust, accusations, and ugliness. People panic buying, leaving nothing for anyone else. An every man for himself mentality. Distrust, social distancing. Everyone is viewed with an eye of suspicion as a possible source of contagion. Never have I witnessed such division, fear, hysteria, or panic. As a result, we have broken up. So we have woken up to a new world. A new world order, perhaps. Two million people are out of work in Australia. Some families can no longer afford to put a roof over their children's heads. Who knows how they're going to be able to feed them? People screamed for the government to lock us down, lock us in, close borders, keep me safe. Our children are the new fleas of the new plague. Keep them away from us. Protect me. But those people failed to see the scope of what would entail. We went from a virus with a 2 to 3% overall mortality rate to a new global economic pandemic. People will be bankrupted by this. Businesses that once thrived will never come back. Instead of using hindsight and foresight, we have succumbed to a hive mentality. Where our ancestors once fought for freedom, we gladly gave it away. Take it. We don't want it. Do whatever you want. Here is my freedom. Here is my family. Here is my home. Here is my financial stability. Here is my medical freedom. Take it all, government. I'm sure you have our best interests at heart. I'm sure you're only thinking about us as you close the borders and bankrupt entire industries that this nation relies upon. How did this happen? How did we become so complacent and compromised in our ability to think rationally and logically? You still think this is about a virus and protecting the most vulnerable? Wake up, people. This is about control. Oh, I'm not into conspiracy theories. Really? The real conspiracy theory is the one happening on your TVs with the media driving fear and hysteria, a narrative that has made one thing very clear and apparent. They own you. You bought it. Hook, line, and sinker. Fear is a great motivator, but a terrible master. And that's the article. And, you know, it, <laughs> I couldn't help but going back to read that and how much it rings true now, gentlemen. And this was in, you know, only a couple of months into this, four months into this so-called scandemic. And this person, this lady was already saying there and then, you still think this is about a virus? It's about control. You know, this is after four months, this lady was calling this and I couldn't have agreed more. I was like, <laughs> you hit the nail on the head. It's always about control. And that's, that kind of leads us into this discussion about this this mm. constant addiction. People, they seem to want to be controlled, gentlemen. They, they want this fear. We see it constantly in news headlines. And I'll go over one or two headlines uh, a little bit later on just to kind of reiterate that point. But uh, Adam, I mean, when you hear that kind of thing from two years ago after it just started, what, is it, what does that kind of ring true to you now? I mean, does it sort of, is it kind of like a wake-up call once again to where we were back then? It is, isn't it? <clears throat> it is. Great article. Uh, fear is a great motivator, but a terrible master. Yeah. Mm. It's, um, thanks so much for enjoying the, the show I did as well, Lee, because I don't know how that kind of information is going to relay on to others. <laughs> um, you know, the, those podcasts allow me to go deeper and 
and to get personal stuff out and have those chats. So mm. sometimes I think, well, how's that going to go? But I, it's great that you can pick that up because, um, you know, that's just something that I that I do see. It, mm. It's and um, it almost. It, it almost well, is it, like it people me f- need the fear. You it know? does, it's- and it makes me question things. I'm like, I'm like, am I the only one seeing this? And when you said it, I'm like, oh, thank fuck, someone else that's, is seeing this yeah, too. That's why know? that's that's why that's great to do podcasts. You know, <laughs> yeah. so, Adam's not a bloody maniac, <laughs> um, you know. But it's yeah, it, it is weird. But yeah, it's scary at the same time. Yeah. Well, that's fear, isn't it? But it's it, it is like the layers of an onion, isn't it? It just mm. it must be in there so deep. Yeah, and fear rules. And fear sells. Um, fear controls. Ultimately, it does. Mm. When you're in a fear state, you cannot thrive. You cannot live peacefully. You cannot, um, you know, go forward in any kind of way. And and especially spiritual. You you know, you cannot do anything. You are stuck. You are a drowning man. You are stuck in the quicksand. When you're in a fear state, you are under control. And that's that's why they always use it. And they've always done it. Look at the wars. Look at 9-11. Look at the shootings, the state shootings. They've got shootings now in America and subways. They've got wars in Russia. Now they're tell- telling us in Australia to prepare for war. You know, they've got the, the, the virus and the variants and everything and the TV. And, and, and it's all in that article. And, and that's what it is. And it requires a strong effort from every one of us and everyone out there to stand up and look in the mirror and face that fear because the fear is in you. And it builds up. And, you know, I I never realized going through just looking at how bad and powerful just simple content is, like movies. You know, you sit down and you allow yourself to watch these modern movies which with so much violence and, and horror in them and or your kids are exposed to that. It creates fear. It's planting mm-hmm. seeds of fear uh, deep within you and it gets in there, you know. And this is how they do it and, and, and the media is fear. Um, that's how they do it. We've always talked about it, you know. They hypnotise people into the experience, into the show, through the anchor man, and you get sucked into this into this mind game, you know, and, and it's just amazing. They hammer blow you with all these levels of fear and then they have sports and all this stuff. It's like up and down, in and out, you know, um, managing the population, but never, I don't think, I mean, I, I can't think of a time in, in my life that we've ever seen so much fear. And what sparked me was a comment from someone on the Telegram page. They just said very simply that um, it's almost like the next wave, you know, that we were supposed to see this year is a fear wave and i thought about it and i thought well it is isn't it you know they've kind of rolled the restrictions back you know they're bringing they're bringing about the fishing line they're reeling it in mm. you know and and every and and i was talking about this on the show the other night that everybody around me and i'm not judging anybody i'm like a fly on the wall and i just like to have personal observations so i can do my work and watch things but I look at everyone around here and they're just, they've all had some kind of memory wipe. It's so weird. It's almost like nothing ever happened. I'm like, I'm on edge a bit, you know, I'm sort of thinking this is, that was very bad. That, that, that was not good what happened to us last year, all these lockdowns and stuff. And I'm, I try to just keep my eyes on this and I try to study it and um, I don't let my guard down. But everyone, because the restrictions have been taken out here, they're all back to the back to the movies and the malls and the coffee shops and mm-hmm. back having drinks and having fun. And I guess that's okay. I'm not down on anyone. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, it's, it's weird times, you know, 
after so much fear and th and that's what made me think about that you know and we're already seeing so much fear this year you know just with the the putin and 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 the europe you know and ukraine you know, yeah. psyop and all this stuff and and this they're rolling back the restrictions of the fake viruses and the fake variants but they're it still bubbles up there. They're still telling you there's more, and they, they keep it. They keep it. The they're keeping it um, just you know just lightly going there underneath. You know, mm. so it's still well. They got there. what they wanted, didn't uh, they? They got the they ability. Exactly. They got the ability to do that whenever they want from now on. They well, they're running they, with they, it now. They put the laws in place. You know, they they gave them gave themselves the votes to do it and all that sort of shit. And now they can whenever they want to do a pandemic or whenever they want to declare an emergency situation and you know, place that big blanket of control via the fear campaign over the top of everyone, they can just flick the switch and do it. That's it's so easy, Lee, yeah. because the fear has already been in... It's in, it's in there. It's I mean, look what they did. They scared the hell out of everybody. Mm -hmm. Look what the police did in this country. Look at Melbourne. It was a fear campaign. It, and, and look at Operation COVID Shield. They brought the military in. I've talked about this a lot. General mm -hmm. Fruin. Mm -hmm. Well, they bring a, a full brass military general in. We all thought they were going to come and bust down our doors. No. It was a, it, it a, mili a weaponised propaganda campaign. And this is via military mindset. And so that's what they did. They went to war against our minds. And it was all using fear and propaganda to do so. And just scare the hell out of everyone to get needles in arms. That's what that's what it was all about. So it's almost like, you know, um, yeah, as you said, they can just they can just keep the fire going now. Mm. They can take it back. They can bring it back. They can do whatever they want now. And it's just up to people out there to, um, you know, to really see the game for what it is and really, really wake up and, you know, face yourself as i said in the mirror and look at what's really going on look at the bigger picture and um start to work um on yourself uh to start stripping away you know those levels of fear those mm. shackles of fear because yeah. they're there in all they're in you lee they're in me they're in andy we have it since we we're little and it's a powerful thing and we don't know it's there and the tv has really been the main perpetrator of this right from when we were little watching tv they've all, that's how they do it so i think the most powerful tool for us is awareness and i always say that you don't need money or anything you just need to be aware and when you're self-aware and you start to become aware of the system around you and what it's really trying to do um, it's a really good thing and it takes a lot of weight off your shoulders. And when you can start having conversations like this and joining up with our communities and having people in your family that are on your sa same side, you can have these conversations. It's a good thing. And that goes a long way to start, um, you know, unbuckling these shackles of fear as well. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. It's something that we have to really work on, all of us, um, to start breaking down this. And we can see as we're doing it, as we as we understand this ourselves and we start breaking away from these shackles of fear, the media and the government and this whole control grid, it becomes in itself more desperate to maintain control and order. So what does it do? It pumps out more fear to bog, yes, to bog us down. And that is a good thing because then we know that it's desperate. Yeah. And we know that we are making a change here, so we keep doing what we're doing. Well, it's and a big we do signal. not buy into yeah. that fear. It's a big yeah. signal when they do that, yeah. You, you kind of know you're winning when they have to double down and push harder, mm -hmm. you know, because it's not working. It, it, and they've got no new strategies, Lee. They're just going over the same old Yeah, they, re <laughs> they rehash it all the time. Like, yeah, come yeah. up with something new, you know, but they don't because, you know, <laughs> fear is very limited. 
you know um love is different love will set you free it's got wings but fear is very limited and Correct. um you know and so they There's... try to control through it and after a while you just go this is pathetic and see that's what makes them very very pissed off you know and so you know we can't be upset or they want us to be fearful of this because then it creates fear, you know. It's like a, it's like someone yawning, and it catches on, you know. Uh, it's unbelievable. So we just have to see through it and work it out. And yeah. as you get better at it, you, you turn on the news and you laugh. But unfortunately, you might go to your family's house or, or see some friends, and they're in there watching the news with drool coming out the side of their faces, you know. And they're just, they're watching the news, and they're just, it's it's they're like zombies. And this is where we have to get our information out and just keep the conversation yeah. rolling. And I wanted to touch on that shortly as well. I won't get into it right now, but I wanted to, to talk about shortly the, the methods of escaping fear. And that's a good point what you just brought up, but we'll come back to that in a minute. I wanted to just quickly throw to Andy, first of all, before we move on. Andy, I, well, I've read that out once once before we had a... Uh, before we lost Adam, but for a second time, good now, line I've... there. Good line there, General. As well, the methods of escaping fear. Yeah, and we'll and we'll go over some as well because that's very important. It's going to help us. Um, sure, but, buddy. but Andy, in that piece I read out before, I mean, when you think that that was two over two years ago now, and it was just after it all began, and and people were calling this what they saw right then, that it was all about control, and we've been on about that, and we've been banging that drum for so long. There is no virus. There is no yeah. nothing to worry about. There is nothing to be fearful of. Stop being so fearful, everyone. You know, it's not real. <laughs> Wake up! It's control. It's all about control. Mm-hmm. Um, but what? What is there anything in that particular piece that kind of rings true, or any comments you want to make on that thing that I read out just before? Um. Yeah. Well. Look. Yeah. Just. I, I look. I agree with both you boys and everything that you're saying. And and uh, Adam's stolen all my thunder. <laughs> Everything that he's saying, <laughs> I absolutely agree, and, and uh, you know, it's it's such a it's such a like a low level vibration, like fear, mm. and uh, you know the the enemy of the people have been using that as a weapon. You know, yeah, like we've said a lot in the shows too. Like we, I, I truly believe we are in a world war. World War Three has begun. It begun a couple of years ago. Yep. And the fear-based vibration that has been launched at us from these, from from the enemy, um, is has been the number one um, tool, been the number one weapon pointed at us and used at us for solidly for a couple of years. Um, yeah. and, and it's a war and, for uh, our minds, isn't it? Absolutely, hundred percent. That's a, that's what World a, War Three is. Yeah, absolutely, hundred uh, percent. Capture our minds and. Uh, capture our mind, body and soul without a bullet being fired, you know. Mm. So, uh, yeah, it's a very, very new war. But, like, yeah, look, just in respect to your, your article, um, you know, it's, 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 the same, it's the same war, it's the same weapon and it's been going on solidly for a couple of years. And, you know, you picked it back then and the same rings true today. So, mm. uh, you know, and... I just, if people have, if people can't see it in a solid two years, oh, look, I really don't know, like, whether there's too much hope for them or, or why, why it's so slow, but maybe there's other weapon, weaponry that's used to keep them in a dumbed-down state, mm. so, you yeah, know. There's um, more, definitely but, more to uh, it, mate, for sure. Otherwise, yeah, absolutely. like, sh- surely even the most mainstream people have had a chance to see some of the alternative views on things. You know whether they agree with them or not. I do think that it, it it's still out there. It's in the 
it's in the zeitgeist. People can't avoid it. You know what I mean? Like some of their friends and people that they might know might be talking about it at work or chat to them about it or share something with them. You know, like uh, there's always maybe quite possibly six degrees of separation happening, but I think we are getting through to some people. Um, mm. But I wanted to, let's let's get into what I mentioned just before now. And, and Andy, I'll, I'll get you to, to speak of one of the methods as well, because you did mention it on one of our other shows with regards to, the, the letting it go you don't own it you let it go um so i'll get you to kind of reiterate what that is again for for some people with in terms of a method of escaping fear and to fight this this sort of fear campaign that they've got against us the one that i wanted to sort of bring up and, and adam kind of already brought up as well is you, you face your fear you have to face it but my spin on that is not only to face that fear but to disarm it by you laugh at it it's laughable. This is like almost like a bad black comedy show we're watching right now. It's so laughable when you really look at how bad they're trying to push this fear narrative on us and the headlines they use and the language of fear they're using and all these different methods they're using to hype up this fear. It's it literally if you if you don't laugh at it, you'll almost be sucked into it. So that's what my wife and I do. When we even see, we hear these headlines on the radio, we see them on the TV and on our phones when they pop up in, in you know, social media feeds and stuff. We, we literally laugh out. And it's, it's not even really a conscious thing. It's almost unconscious now that we do it. We look at it and we, we'll sort of show each other you know, our phone and we look at this one. Have a look at this headline. And we just start, we look at it and we laugh at each other. We're like, this is so ridiculous. And we, we laugh in the face of this fear that they're trying to use and it disarms it. It takes the power away from it. And I think that's one of the key things that you can do to fight it as well. Don't get sucked up in it. Not only don't get sucked up in it, but laugh at it. Laugh in the face of this ridiculous attempt at trying to make you scared. You know, they use, what is it? They say um, it's either flight or fight. You know what I mean? But I don't think that's the uh, that's all there is. There's also, it's flight, fight and fright. They try and scare people. You know, that's the reaction people have is they stand there frightened to death. They're, they're frozen with fear. You know what I mean? They either run away, they fight it, or, they, or they're frozen in fear. And a lot of people seem to be just sitting there frozen in fear. I think people need to learn to laugh at this, this ridiculous black comedy we're living in right now called COVID-19. You know, it's just, it's so laughable. It actually makes me, it literally makes me laugh out loud, folks, if we were listening. I, I, I look at these headlines and I just can't, it, it, it is actually humorous to me. You know, we do sit there and chuckle to ourselves, me and Danielle, and, and we do that as well. And Adam, this is where I wanted to kind of get you to chime in because you just sort of touched on it briefly as well. When you're saying, yeah, you might be at around at a family or friend's house and they're sitting there watching the TV with the mouths agape thinking, oh, my, holding each other's hands, going, oh, no, like, this is the next big thing, the new variants out, or, or that, you know, you can catch multiple variants at the same time, and whatever the newest fucking fear headline is, they sit there, mouths agape, drooling, like you said, you know, just sucking it up and stuff. Well, if I was there watching them with that, I would literally be laughing out loud, pointing at it, going, you know, the emperor's wearing no clothes, you know what I mean? Like, that's that kind of old fable. You need to sit there and be that child that just laughs at it and points it out and, and just laughs their head off and go, look how ridiculous this is. So they can look at you and be like, wow, it kind of shakes them loose, you know? Like, oh, wow, they're laughing. Because we do it in front of our kids, guys. We, we laugh at these these news headlines. And stuff. So whenever they're exposed to it, if they're not around it, or not around us at the time, and they might, might hear it or see it, 
they might start to do the same thing. They'll learn from us to laugh at these, this ridiculous attempt at trying to control them. That's why I wanted to try and bring you into it, Adam. That's what I would suggest anyway, is perhaps starting to teach people or even do it in front of these, these family members and friends you have. Just laugh at these ridiculous headlines and things when it's on TV. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. A couple of silly points. is like, you know, when you have kids around and they... And, you, you know, when your kid's little and they fall over mm. and they fall over and it's kind of loud, it, it seems bad, but it's not too bad. And they look at you for your reaction. That's right. That's right. And it's like, yeah, my dad always used to go, look what you've done to the floor. Yep. Yep. You, you've ruined right. my floor, you know, or you make a joke out of it. And then, and, yeah. and I do that all the time and they're just back on their leg and they're running around again. They're That's happy. it. But when you the see, parents yeah, panic, yeah. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> then they'll they panic. Just, ah! yeah, they start crying. Yeah, exactly. They panic. Is it? Yeah. And, and. This was, um, I think, one of the articles we were reading through on some of the shows that parents are now wearing masks and when their babies are, can't read their expressions. Mm. I don't know if you saw that. It's mm -hmm. in, And so that early part of the baby's development with mum's smile and facial expressions is being erased. It's like taking a rubber and erasing it. Yeah, yeah. And there's nothing there anymore. So they don't learn. And, and so what do you have here? It's dehumanising. This is this is where we're going. We're going to, to a transhuman type future where they're going to basically erase us, and so that, that that's the whole deal, folks. You mm. know, and, and that's what's going on. And um, and and I and looking at like sort of fear before and something you were saying, and this is changing the subject a lot. I know, but it, it's kind of like applying the the laws of learning to swim, sort of swimming survival, because when you're caught in a rip. They always say, or a fire, you know. It's like don't panic when you're when if you're caught out and you can't touch the sand and you and you're caught in a rip. What do you do? If you panic, you're going to go under. Mm -hmm. you, you you swim sideways. You don't fight the rip. It's going to take you out to sea. You swim sideways and you relax. When you're teaching kids to swim, you relax. You relax your body. You're not like a stone or you sink to the bottom as that kind of thing. And it's um th this is the limbo state that most people are in. Unfortunately, they don't know that they're in it. And so, you know, it's, it, it is an incredible thing, as you mentioned there. Mm. The, and I have covered this since for so long. Just the power of the mainstream media through the nightly news, for example, and people's TVs. It is a powerful thing. And I've talked about this a lot, just going for walks in the wintertime around the neighbourhood at six and coming up and, you know, everyone's got the TVs on. You can see it buzzing away. The glow. And, and they're watching the six o'clock news. It's, it, and, it, and it's just such a powerful tool. And sometimes it gets us down because we feel like we just do so much work and we put so much blood, sweat and tears in here. And we 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 get people sort of understanding and then they just turn on that six o'clock news and it's it, it's just it's got so much weight behind it mm, but mm. it's all fake it, it's it's not real and if we can get them to understand that that you're just you know it, it's it's as you said Lee, it's it's completely laughable you know and, it it, and the thing is it's all the thing is is these freemasons they make it laughable because they're mocking you People do not understand what's going on and they get sucked into this and they can't see it, so they mock them. And it's like when you just, when you understand what they're doing, you watch it, you're like, this is ridiculous, this, this COVID and the variants and all this stuff. And as you said, the headlines got so ridiculous and the wording they were using, you would think that anybody with half a brain would just look at that and just go, this is absolute noise. But they, 
it's, it's just they don't. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's crazy. And, they, and I know people like this. I know people like this. And it's just I talk to them and um, they mimic the morning news and mainstream media and I can't talk to them anymore. I'm just like, come back to me when yeah. you've got something honest to say. And I don't care if you disagree with me. I want to hear you. I don't want to hear you mimicking, parroting this TV in your house. Come back to me when you've got some honest opinions and let's have a conversation, you know, but they just mimic this crap. Yeah, they parrot it's stupid headlines. Yeah. And, and, and you uh. look at it and the, the, the way that they, it's, but I, what do you, I don't know, Lee, it's, it's, it, it's boggled my mind for years now. The sets, the tones in their voices, their head movements, their study, what they study, you know, and how they, how they, um, how they put this mainstream media news out every night and the way that they do it. They, I guess because they mix in entertainment and sports and everything, and they just do it in such a way it's addictive to people. Mm. And um, well, they know they've you know, got short attention spans too, Adam. You know, they've got they to get do, them real yeah. quick. And they've got it. You know, it all it's Fast. all to do with that. You know, the the cadence, right down to the cadence of the voice of those presenters. You know, the way they speak to them. They speak to them in that parent authoritative teacher kind of tone. You know, they're talking to the nice the, tone. Yeah, the audience that are the, that are the little kids, and you need to listen to me. You know, that kind of really kind of capture, captures them. And then, like you said, the colors, the lights, the sounds, the headlines, the even the little things they used to cut between two news segments and scenes. The you know, the switching between the two things, and it's it's all it's all an art form. It's an absolute science. To, it's an art form. Yeah, you know they've yes. got it down to a T. They know how to do it, and they use it so well against us. Um, but there was one thing I wanted to just throw to Andy, but before I do, have a bit of a think about it because I'll come back to you as well. And you might already know some, but if you think of others too, have a think about it while I cross to Andy um, of of some of the the, the methods you can maybe identify. That I haven't spoken about, perhaps, um, in terms of escaping this fear control. So I'll I'll, I'll cross because I mentioned some as well, laughing in the face of fear and that sort of thing. Um, I want to cross to Andy now because a- Andy will probably just remind us a bit about because he he was, I think it was a book or someone he read with regards to not owning it and just to let it go. You know, and there's a technique to do with that. So Andy, just take us mm. a little bit about talk to us a little bit about that and how that can help us and help other people perhaps, and we can perhaps teach other people to let go of this fear. Well, it's this, that well, the, yeah, I think we, we did it in the show, would have been we about did, a year yeah. ago. Yeah. And um, it's this low, live, low, low vibration, and people attach themselves to, they become, they own it. They own, they, they own the COVID-like belief system because it's a, it, it kind of keeps them a, a bit sane, you know. This is my belief. It, they they own it. They hang on to it, and and they'll defend it, right? And they they defend it aggressively. If you go up against them, and go up against their owned belief, that becomes then part of them. Then you're up for a bit of a fight, mm-hmm. and that's that's how it rolls, you know. Uh, and that's part of the weapon that's being used against us. So how do they avoid? Um, you know, it? How do they? You mentioned well, yeah, we mentioned the letting go because they that's, own it. So the opposite, obviously, is to to not own it. Well, that's right. They have to understand that to detach from it, to actually come under the understanding that they don't own it. It's not a. It's not. It's not a possession. It's not a thing. A belief. It's something that 
that can change and evolve with fresh information that comes in you know mm. so 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 not to, not to hang on information as being you know something that you own like even with you and me this is what we've discussed before if somebody sat down with with me at, or or say adam and you came in and said look we've got fresh information and we'll go through it tonight like for a few hours and and you know this we've been wrong the whole time and like COVID is is like it's all really real everything's like really real and i can prove this uh, you know we can look at it and we can digest it we can pull it apart and look at it and come up with a conclusion just means that i they drop i drop everything that i've been attached to yeah look i can roll with it i can do it it all depends on how open your mind is but but the minds are so close and so attached and they're so they're so owned they're so owned with this this product that's been delivered to them packaged and unpacked in their mind and now they own this asset and and look it's just to me it's just such a weapon it's such a such a modern nasty weapon that's been inflicted on people's minds well, but well how funny you should say that andy because remember like this one of the second last sentences in that article i read before was um you know the, the we talked about the the real conspiracies happening on the tvs with driving the fear and hysteria and it says they own you you bought it hook line and sinker you know what i mean like that she's talking the person who wrote this is talking to those people out there in the public you know you know that you it's don't so own true. the fear they own you they you just bought into it big time you know what i mean <laughs> they, they own you <laughs> you gotta you gotta you know, they need to let go of that yeah that's it they mm. need to stop realizing they don't really have anything invested in this do they really well they, they think that they do they've that's invested it. so much time and <laughs> and like aggression and and like so much time watching the tv it's 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 an investment right they have invested in it mm. You know, and and they they freaking own it now. Like it's just it's just it, and it takes a while to uninvest from something. Mm. I hope I'm making sense. I do. Like, it it just, makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, you know. Um, so yeah, it's and it takes a strong will. And Adam, I just want to touch. That's a brilliant comment that you made. Like, just you've got it. People have to look at themselves. It's a perfect opportunity for humans to actually like look at themselves and strip us down to like you know a bare soul and unplug and like start becoming better people, you know. But like I can tell you right now, ninety nine percent of of people out there they don't want to look at themselves, man. Mm -hmm. They just want to like keep on <laughs> again fucking back on a beer, turn back on the TV. Keep in the illusion and like keep on going because it's so much easier than, than having a good hard look at yourself. Yeah, because they don't right? want to face the fear, mate. Because the fear, like Adam said, is in them. You know, the fear is inside us, and they don't want to face it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's so much easier just to turn on the black mirror and like you know just you know like I don't know whatever you well, let, the, let the fear wash over them. Really, keep you yourself know? going. Hmm. Yeah, correct. At, Adam, I'll just, just throw be you. like everyone else. It's just so it is easier. Yeah, it is. Uh, you're yeah. right, Andy, and good points, man. Um, Adam, I wanted to. You know, I'll just throw it back to you now. So, I mean, you may have known some already. Maybe we've already talked about it. But I mean, is there anything else? Perhaps maybe you can come up with, even off the top of your head, of 
perhaps uh, you know different methods of of trying to escape that fear. Like you mentioned, face it, face it in the mirror. You know, face your fears, look within yourself. That's definitely a, a big part of it, of course. Uh, anything else, perhaps maybe you can think of that come off the top of your head that you can, in, in terms of trying to face that fear or to to overcome fear, to escape fear. Well, we are the fear, General. We are the fear. It all it all starts and it all ends with us. The system around us, whatever you want to call it, the whatever, whatever, yeah, the matrix, whatever <laughs> you think it is, whatever it, the hell this thing is, it's just, it's, you look at it, the TV and the movies and everything that they do and the fear and everything we're talking about tonight, it's all done through the power of suggestion. You know, it's like they suggest it, they put it out there, but we run with it. You know, so it implies to me that the system around us knows how we work internally very in a very deep way. And so it's in a cunning and very manipulative way, it's using that against us, but it's using it that against us. So, it, you know, what I mean there is we're our own worst enemy, you know, and it's like it's we will never, ever, ever. Hey, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, if you'd like to hear the rest of this episode, please do throw your support my way. Head over to patreon.com forward slash Real News Australia and uh, you can join up over there for a couple of bucks a month. Uh, more if you like, or you can do a yearly one and get a discount. It's up to you. Uh, there's at least another 33-odd uh, podcasts of the bonus content show plus a whole bunch of other content as well uh, up for grabs over there. Once again, if you'd like to listen to the rest, please head on over.